Why? Hello there. Do you enjoy shirts to put on your body? Custom character sheets to put in your D&D notes? Virian maps to put on your wall? Cool buttons to put on your... Lo lots of other stuff? All of the amazing merch for QPR and Goblins and Growlers can be found at Alpha Comics and Games, located in the Willow Lawn Shopping Center in Richmond, Virginia. Come check us out! Yeah, I get that saucy coughing audio in there for I, Gabe. I hope I hope you don't plan on cutting any of the gold that I am uh, <laughs> putting out right now. Oh God, gross! All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Barry White. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So there I was, with gnomes on one side, <gasps> the dragon breathing down fire. All right, all right, all right. Quiet down, quiet down. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Cryer Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way all right to you. Now, the event is in full swing. Guests revel as dukes and urchins alike wander masked and anonymous through the crowd. Though, something lurks in the sewers beneath. Wyatt's boat and Solinar, with their kitchen entrance going to plan, the rest of the party arrives as guests. And all seems well. That is, until they start to notice who else is attending the soiree. Well, don't forget to keep your awareness up. Don't let your guard down. And do your best to always stick to the plan. As always, y'all take care now. You guys continue to find yourself in the Aether Twine Manor with these lilting strings of the musicians playing and the sound of jovial and polite conversation and a couple of peals of, like, you know, chipper rich people laughter, you know, lilting along <laughs> in the air. <laughs> Some of the rich people are drunker than others. God, I'm drunk. <laughs> the problem is, is that like you guys, this is an audio medium, so y'all can't see their faces. It's horrifying. All the time. Yeah, just always. But as this is all happening and you, re you know, continue your infiltration, you guys have run into a couple of speed bumps. <gasps> Boat noticed a gentleman in blue watching him as he was walking around pretending to be a butler. He also then saw Elissa, who he was making his way towards. Koza actually was doing a pretty good job schmoozing and has been talking to this like nice little tiefling lady. Johannes has just been the bell of the ball, uh, having conversations with nobles, eating hors d'oeuvres, sipping on nice champagnes, which I'm certain ha has a different word for it in 
Varian because Champagne is not a region that exists. Ring-a-ding-ding! Ding. <laughs> but Solinar has probably hit one of the biggest speed bumps in that he has run into his mother. So, does Solinar, like, sidestep into her? Does he... Like, what kind of it's, collision it, are we talking about here? We're not doing, like, the beginning of a romance anime when, like, they're both late for school kind of, like, power slam. We're talking more like the he was looking over his shoulder and walking and then bumped into her who was standing static. Okay, so Solinar clips her with his shoulder and then turns to be like, ah, my apol- Hmm. He, like, quickly, like, turns away, grabs one of the flutes of champagne off the tray, drains it almost immediately, puts it back on the tray, turns, like, halfway back, and it's like, my pardon, milady. She's going to kind of turn, and, like, she furrows her brow and kind of tilts her head a little bit and goes, I believe we- there, there's a stain that has come onto the dress from- the alcohol. Would you please come with me to clean it up? Uh, I, I. She looks at you knowingly. My my role is uh on the floor, milady, serving things. Surely one of the maids could assist you with such a thing. I'm certain they won't miss you, for just a few moments. I really must insist. Solinar quickly taking stock of other nobles beginning to take notice and being like, Ah, uh, yes, as, as you insist, milady. The two of you are going to head off towards the west wing of the manor, which is going to take you out towards the gardens. You're going to step onto this beautiful stone patio that appears to be a little bit less populated than outside. Like, there's one or two people there, but it's mostly people who are trying to kind of get air outside of the party. Uh, there are a few candelabra, like, standing floor candelabras that are giving off a little bit of light, but it's not exactly like they've got patio lights in this place. She's going to kind of pull you to a darkened corner. Do you want to explain to me what's going on? Uh, is there an opportunity while traveling for Solinar to try and uh, get the ring of familial honesty on her. Um, roll sleight of hand. So I got these really good gloves. <laughs> and I sure am glad I've got them because without them, uh, that would be a nine. With them, it's a 14, which I still feel like isn't good enough for me to pull this off. So as you reach for her hand in attempt to start slipping the ring on, she pulls her hands both un, 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 completely ignorant to what you were trying to do. She pulls both of her hands in front of her to fold them in front as she walks. So you don't get caught, but you don't get to put the ring on her either. If you like it, then you should put a ring on her. Put it in her mouth. I'm... All right, we're just going to slip past that. <laughs> Well, that would get the ring on her person. Presumably I, the effects would, would work. I feel like that would have to be the world's most amazing sleight of hand roll. I've placed an object within your mouth without you even noticing. <laughs> I think Brandon was talking more like it's like you're trying to give a pill to a golden retriever. 
You just like put her like cover yeah. her mouth like a rubber neck. <laughs> I put it at the bottom of one of the champagne flutes and I'm like, you should drink this really fast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Race to the bottom of the champagne flute. So, no, you do not succeed in getting the ring on your mother. But you make it to the patio and she pulls you aside and goes. So do you want to tell me what's going on? I'm I'm working. That could mean several things. And? I understand that you're upset and you have every reason to be. But if you're here, that means something is going on. And I just want to know what you need me to do. What's going on is there's a party and... Wait, hold on. Are you offering to help? She kind of, like, looks at you confused. Why do you look so surprised? Solinar just has, like, this most incredulous expression on his face. He's like, that literally makes no sense to me. She kind of, like, sighs and, like, pinches the bridge of her nose. Solinar, look. I have not done right by you, and I understand that. You have every reason to be upset at me, and I understand that. But the way that I behave in front of other people is not the way that I'm going to behave when I am just with my son. If you need help, because I know you're trying to do something, I know that you and your friends are trying to accomplish some kind of... She gestures her hand at a loss for words. I want to know what I can do to help. Because if anything else, it's one of the only things that I might be able to do to do right by you. Solinar pulls the uh, ring of familial honesty out of his uh, like vest pocket and holds it up and he's like as it so happens because there's not a chance in a million years that I'm going to take you at your face value for a thing that you're saying because the risk is too high this is basically a ring of truth for you and me what I want you to do is I want you to put this on and then after you put this on I want you to tell me that you are going to assist in whatever I'm trying to do without alerting anyone that might have a problem with it. She's going to take the ring and kind of look at it for a second. What does it officially do? It's called the Ring of Familial Honesty. And what does that translate to? It translates to familial honesty. Meaning that I am honest about my family members or that I cannot lie to my family members. My understanding is the latter. All right. She's going to put it on. I didn't want to put anything on that's going to make me reveal state secrets. So she holds up her hand. What do you want to know? I want to know that if you're going to be of assistance here, that you're not going to alert anyone who might try to stop us. She stops for a moment, considers, and looks back at you. I only will if whatever you do is going to actively endanger Melodica. No, uh, I in fact have insisted that uh, Melody not be a part of this. All right, 
then no, I will not inform them. And then additionally, that this isn't some sort of ploy on your part. Some sort of underhanded trick. She again sighs and, like, looks up and considers her words. No, this is not a ploy. Outside of... I'm not sure how else I'm going to be able to have any kind of relationship with you again. We're here because we need something out of the treasury. This isn't a money thing. This is a saving the world thing. All right. What do you need from me? I you were not at all part of this plan, so I can't just insert you into it. Mostly, I need you to not be underfoot and if you see an opportunity to draw other people out from underfoot to take it. That, honestly, that'd be more helpful than just about anything else you could do. All right. One more thing. I know Melodica has been with all of you. She's safe. But what makes you think she's been with all of us? She kind of gives you a look. Really? I, I mean... She could have escaped town on her own. You don't know. She absolutely could have. She wouldn't have. She would have stayed with you. Last I checked, she was fine. Wonderful. All right. I will do my best to be as effervescent as I always have been. I I actually kind of want that ring back. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to need it, but I feel like I might. She's going to take the ring off and hand it to you. Thank you. I am sorry. I don't know how much that means when I'm not wearing the ring, but I am. I don't know that this is a situation that can be resolved with words. I understand. But I want you to know that. Even if it means nothing beyond that. I have heard your apology. I am That's all I filing it away. That's all I needed. And she's going to turn and walk back into the party. It seems that your conversation went completely under the radar. Nobody picked up on it. Uh, Solonar waits a little bit before returning to the party himself so that it doesn't, even if it looked like they left together, it doesn't look like they're returning together. That feels like an oldest trick in the book kind of thing. But yes, absolutely. So while we do that, we're going to sidestep away to Boat. What about the blue man that was watching me? He, okay, so he's wearing blue. There is not a member of blue man group at this party just staring wide-eyed at you. Okay, tell me about, tell me a little more about him. Like, how blue is he dressed? So his outfit appears really immaculate, very expensive, and very stylish, especially for the area that you find yourself in. It seems actually closer to an Ocean Var style than it does a Tolarian style. Um, he has spectacles, he has sort of the sandy uh, blonde hair that's pretty thick. He's relatively handsome from what you can tell. He's fairly young, he's in his mid to late 20s. Um, he seems to be fitting in pretty well with the upper crust, but he also seems to be standing far enough away from them that you're getting the vibe he doesn't associate with them himself. 
Are his clothes like flowy robe type things or? They're definitely closer to robes than not. Okay. But they're not, he's not wearing like full priest robes in the center of this party. Okay. So is he like watching me or is he looking at me? He's watching you. Okay. All right. Um, I had a, f- I'm, we- I'm wearing my moon mask, right? You are wearing your moon mask. Okay. Okay, so nobody... everybody's everybody's wearing masks. Okay, all right, uh, and I've including got... including this guy, despite the fact that he is wearing spectacles. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like that kid at Halloween that just puts his glasses on over his mask. At you the can't see Halloween without party. them, man. He I'm needs the glasses. Literally right here, man. <laughs> uh, and Boat has a plate of hors d'oeuvres, right? He does indeed. Okay. Um. Boats are just going to I'm going to just going to keep making the rounds with my hors d'oeuvres, offering them to people, sort of generally going in Alyssa's direction, uh, but also keeping an eye on the blue man. So you are going to be able to mosey your way over to Alyssa and empty your plate of hors d'oeuvres before any reaction comes from the man in blue. Okay. I'm not saying Blue Man because I'm just imagining a member of Blue Man group at this party and it's very distracting to me. He's just hitting random surfaces with a mallet that he pulled out of nowhere All and this- they're exploding into paint. Yeah. <laughs> he's really ruining that corner of the mansion that he's standing in. <laughs> but my gosh, is it just so aesthetic? So you are going to make it to Alyssa, who is dressed in... Very expensive and very ostentatious finery. How ostentatious is it? Like, is she wearing like a giant necklace and giant earrings? It's more like she's wearing a big ball gown, but. Uh huh. Um, okay. I mean, are we. Think like, think like kind of colonial Williamsburg ball gown vibes. Okay. Uh, what's her hair look like? Uh, her hair, instead of the ponytail over her shoulder that it frequently is, is going to be piled up on top of her head in an elaborate updo, uh, though it doesn't like her hair was straightened or anything, so it's still all very curly and whatnot. I'm going to do my best to change my voice when I go over there and offer her uh, an hors d'oeuvre. Uh, I'm going to saunter up to her and just be like, Hello, would you, would you like some crab cakes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would take whatever this man is offering. <laughs> Can I roll performance with advantage? Advantage? Because I'm wearing a mask. And it's a mask that that voice would come out of. Mm -hmm. Moons sound like that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't tell Moonsy that. Um, okay. Roll performance. Yes, you get advantage. Okay, I got an unnatural 20. Okay. She's going to turn. Oh, thank you. She's going to take, like, one of the tiny crab cakes off of the tray. Then just kind of, like, looks at you. And I, I nod my head. I'm like, well, ma'am, you just let us know if you need anything else and enjoy the party. I'll do that. Thanks. She kind of like waves at you with her fingers. I incline my moon at her. <laughs> Some dude in the corner bangs a drum and more paint flies all over the wall. <laughs> this is one of those masquerade balls where it, like they fill up a bunch of drums with like fluorescent paint and then hit on the black lights and everybody starts drumming. Yeah, one of those Man. kind of masquerade balls. We're in Miami. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I wish we'd done? I wish we'd spent some money before this heist to get personal sending stones that were small enough to put in our ears so we could communicate oh with each other. 
Imagine getting your sending stone stuck in your ear. You'd always have to listen to what people had to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) So the Internet glued in there. Now I can turn off the Internet. Can you, though? I can. I can leave my phone downstairs when I go to bed. This is a generational gap thing. <laughs> Brandon and I are not that different in age. Oh, I have yeah. a question. Ben's yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I, I like how the youngest person on this podcast <laughs> was just like, I'm about the same age as the oldest person on this podcast. <laughs> I was about to go in sixth grade when you were born. It's fine. It's cool. All right. It's chill. Back then, the sending stone used to be a brick, which you would tie your message to. It was all the fashion at the time. And then you would throw it through a window. You know, the earliest sending stones, they were really just big boulders that you had to carry around in a wagon. Oh, my God. And they had a cord. Have you ever seen Zach Morris's sending stone from Saved by the Bell? It was huge. There was a man in my in my kindergarten class named Sisyphus. Oh, that guy got in a bad time with his sending stone. (laughs) Alon, I am giving you a plaid cat for that joke. That Hell was yeah. delightful. Greek references. Woo! <laughs> so what are you doing now that you have successfully not been detected by Alyssa? I continue my arc uh, through the room with my plate of crab cakes, and I want to listen for any kind of juicy gossip about uh, anything that's going on tonight or just generally anything that might become useful to me later. All right. I'm going to have you roll perception. Do I get uh, advantage because I'm wearing a mask? No, that would not make sense. It does (laughs) not affect your ears. All right. Well, I rolled a one. You're not even sure what who you are at the moment. (laughs) I'm having an allergic reaction to the crab cakes. you, You hear in the distance. Oh, my gosh, that's so juicy. And then you get closer, <laughs> and Johannes has his hands inside of this thi- the, a box that says, uh, what could it be? And he's like, it has to be brains. It has to be. There's nothing else this could possibly be. Because <laughs> my thinking had been, since my mask is like a crescent moon, sort of like a Mac tonight kind of thing, it would work almost as like a satellite dish, <laughs> and it would funnel the gossip to my ears. That's not how that works. I pull my hands out of this thing. Oh, no, I've got... What is this? Could this be all over my hands? It's like brains, only... (gasps) Spaghetti! (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Excuse me, sir, garçon, could I get a towel and also some marinara sauce? (laughs) Of course, sir. I'll be right back. Thank you. So, as you are listening for this uh, hot goss... Uh, You do actually see the gentleman in blue kind of push off the wall where he was leaning and begin making his way towards you. Mm -hmm. He's just drumming on the heads of all the (laughs) attendees of this masquerade. Which are exploding into paint. (laughs) It's very aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Blue. Okay. um, Like how far away is he from me? Not so far across the room that he's across the room. How many cubits? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's I only the, know imperial. The cubit it's, is from the tip of your middle finger to your elbow. Like 120 cubits? Okay. Which, of course, is an imperial measurement because it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, our measurement system was made by a drunk mathematician. 
who is really into the measurement of king feet. And that's yeah. fine. That's it's, how we're working. I mean, it's imperial if you're thinking of the Sumerian Empire. But <laughs> <laughs> those imps. Yeah, it's about I looked it up. It's about 18 inches. So how many? Like I said, about 120, 125. All right. 125 cubits. 125 times 18 divided by 12. So you need another beer. 187 feet. Okay. Yes. And he is he clearly coming to me? And you rolled a one? Oh, oh, he's moving towards you. No yeah, mind. I thought yeah. you were eavesdropping on. <laughs> no, no, no. I was eavesdropping he's just got in the general. Ears of a bat. Yeah, uh. it's the it's the crescent moon satellite dish. It allows yes, me man. to echolocate. Whoa. Um. So yeah. So I was trying to listen to everybody, but I guess I got distracted by him coming over to me. Like noticing that he was coming toward me, so that's why I wasn't able to hear any hot goss. But this is starting to sound like a cover of "You're So Vain," but I'm I'm here for it. Okay. All right. Uh, so he's like like walking directly toward me. Like there's no mistaking this. Like he's not beelining towards you. Like he's trying to take you out on an yeah. assassination mission. Yeah, he's, but he's, he is. He's not talking into his collar. <laughs> I'm not. He's not Jack Ruby, and I'm not Oswald. Okay. No, he he is. He is sauntering with purpose and direction, right, not this, like. Is there some swagger there? Yes, there is much swagger. Okay. But he's not like he's not like beelining towards you like a serial killer. What does his mask look like? Does it look like a clown? Is he John Wayne Gacy? <laughs> Yikes! Entirely. Um, no, uh, his mask has a uh, scale detail. It's blue and actually has uh, an effect on the sides that look almost like the ears of a blue dragon. Okay, I'm imagining like an Argonian from like Skyrim. It's not like a rubber mask. Hell yeah. I didn't it's, say a Gorn from the original Star Trek. <laughs> no, it's it's not an Argonian. It's he's got it. It's like one of those like cheap, just like Zorro esque masks you can get, but with that level of detail and that like that's the shape of it. Okay, all right. Um, I'm it gonna glasses. <laughs> over top of the mask. Glass. He needs him to see. Okay, I'm going to continue sort of weaving my way through offering uh, crab cake hors d'oeuvres to everybody uh, while I'm sort of keeping an eye on him out of the corner of my eye, seeing if as I move across the room, he changes his trajectory. He he is going to adjust to get close, to, to start, like, it's clear he is on an intercept course. Okay. Now, the next, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, wasn't the next phase of our plan for somebody to fake a heart attack? Uh, yes, it was going to be to feign death after okay. uh, you guys have let the party. Because it was the, the plan, if I recall, was for that to happen around the time that Ven that um, Aether Twine was going to be giving his speech. Okay. All right. You guys were waiting for the speech. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're just killing time. Pretty much. And trying to, you know, see what you can find. Okay. But... Aether Twine, as you guys recall, is currently in some kind of odd meeting. Seeing that this guy is coming toward me and there's really no avoiding it, I want to change my strategy. I want to pivot and start heading toward him and sort of uh, grab him. Not, not like forcefully, but sort of like put my arm to him and guide him. Like, oh, sir, maybe perhaps I could interest you in some of the fresh hors d'oeuvres that we've got back here toward the kitchen and lead him back that way. He's, he's going to follow you without much comment. Mm -hmm. uh, and as we get away from a lot of the throng of people, uh, Boat uh, leans into him. He's like, 
I notice that you're looking in my direction for a good portion of the evening. Is there something I can help you with? Forgive me, I don't mean to be rude. Are you, by chance, Charles Gravy no, Barnes? No, not at all. <laughs> not, you're quite mistaken. Oh, forgive me. I, I've been following his career for years, and you look so much like him. Forgive me. Don't. Yeah, it would be a little. I'm, I'm very familiar with him, but it'd be a little strange if he was here, uh, serving hors d'oeuvres. I. Truthfully, he's fallen a little bit off the map. I I thought it was odd too, but it just I like I said I've never actually seen him in person. Um mm-hmm. I just I've seen the posters. Uh I had a few as a child. Well, I'll um, tell you. You know, looking at you, are you are you uh from uh, Ocean Var? Uh originally I'm actually from Tulare, but after my mother passed, I moved to Ocean Var. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, the it first one, not the second one. Uh, <laughs> here you moved. Yeah, he, he kind of like does this sort of like good natured laugh, yeah. and he's like, "No, no, no, it's I, I understand." Oh no! So, uh, so you've been in Ocean Bar recently, like maybe in the last uh, six months or so. Uh, yes, I travel frequently between there and here for work. Oh, um, I'll I'll tell you. Uh, you know, you you really missed out. I understand that that Barnes was in Ocean Bar for a period of a few weeks recently. I did hear that. Um, I heard that he was actually in Palabar during the disaster. I was I was hoping he got out all right. I heard the same thing. In fact, I heard that he was one of the people who was trying to make sure that people got out and didn't get caught in the fire. Really? Yes. Yes. I, 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 you know, they didn't save everybody, uh, but he I uh, hear that he did the best that he could. I've heard some third, fourth, and fifth hand stories about that. Did you know that in the library uh, to the east wing of this place is one of the Tellarian trophies from the Wrestling League and it has his name engraved in it. Is that so? Yes, it has the names of a bunch of the winners. I, I can go show you if how you'd did like. It, how did it come to be here? Well, as you know, it's owned by the city of Tellare and they just engraved the names of the people who win it rather than, you know, giving the trophy to whoever won it last. Mm-hmm. And Lord Aether Twine apparently has found himself, as he he himself is a bit of a fan of the sport, he found himself the honorary guardian of the trophy. I see. Well, I'll tell you, I would love to see it if you can uh, spare a few minutes. I need to finish up what I'm doing, uh, and uh, maybe I'll find you in a few minutes. Would that work? Absolutely. I'll go wait by the gate for you. Okay, sounds good. I'll see you then. Wonderful. Oh, uh, forgive me. What is your name? My name is Thomas McGregor. It's lovely to meet you, Thomas. Nice to meet you. What's what's your name? Michael. Michael. Okay. Well, I'll catch up with you very soon, Michael. Wonderful. I would like to roll an insight check on this guy. Uh, What are you trying to suss out? If he's telling the truth at all and is who and what he says he is. Sure. Go ahead. I believe everything he told me. (laughs) you roll i rolled a four yeah you believe everything he told you whether or not it's true i can't say but you do believe it yeah boat just has a vibe about him he can't really put his finger on it but he's questioning he's he's like this is awfully coincidental but you know i have no reason to doubt him uh looking around he looks to see if he can find solinar at all so you are going to see by the time that you finish up your encounter with michael you're going to see solinar walking in 
uh, to the room looking like a little kind of shook. Befuddled might be the best word. Befuddled is a good word for it. I raise my tray at him and just start pointing at it and then pointing to the kitchen as though I am telling him we need to, he needs to go help me refill. Solonar gets kind of like, for a moment he's like, we don't, we don't help each other fill our trays. And then he, uh, oh, and he heads over towards the kitchen. Uh, Stopping, of course, to hand out flutes of champagne as he goes. Oh, thank you, good sir. Why, but of course, it is my pleasure to serve the nobility, sir. Oh, oh, an- another one o- o- already? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the pink tiefling girl is also going to take a flute, and she's going to be like, thank you so much. It, please, d- you don't have to talk to us like that. I mean, it's it's fine. Of course. And then Solonar keeps rambling on through. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, by the way, for spending the time with me. It's been kind of weird waiting for my... When you're at a party and, like, you only know a couple people and they're all doing something, it just, it always feels really weird. No worries. I, we've never felt weird in our whole life, have we, Koza? Oh, Koza? Uh, it's, it's Koda. Sorry, I think Travel. my friend... Or, well, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, sorry. Oh, what were we saying? Ice <laughs> just falling apart. <laughs> I said, I said, of course, uh, well, I said Koza, but maybe I was feeling sleepy because your name and and Johannes Winks is Koda. Uh, Koza gives, gives him a little thumbs up. Heck yeah, (laughs) I got it that time. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't think I caught your name. My name is, one second. And I grab Koza and I pull him aside. Do I have a secret name? Um, um, How loudly are you whispering this? Oh, quiet. Bolinar. Bolinar? Yeah. But, so that's like Bol and Solonar's name put together. Oh my gosh, it is. It, Bruh. Uh, um, I mean, I, I guess it could be um, um, Grolita. Galena, that one, wait, that's Gravy Boat and Alina's name put together. Oh my gosh, you're right. Um, Are you just using ship names as fake names? <laughs> are we using the names of boats as as names? Because I saw that on a boat on our way here in the harbor. Look, we need- That we used to send that bear over to the woods. Look, look, we, we, we gotta, we gotta decide something quickly. Um, do you have any ideas? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what's the first thing on my mind? Woods bear. I could be- Woods Bear. Th- this well, is my friend Woods Bear. Yeah. I'm Woods Bear. Hello. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you, Woods Bear. That's a name. <laughs> Thank you. I was given it by my parents, like most names. <laughs> I just want to insert this for the, the audience here. We'll take any fan drawings of Woods Bear. The best, the best one will win a free button. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't. I can't with Woods Bear. All right. It that's yeah, that's actually how I got my name. So that Oh my that god, we sense. have so much in common. <laughs> uh oh what was your name again? Oh, I, I don't know if I introduced myself already. Um uh my name is Ilfiel. Uh but Ilfiel is also correct. Both of them work. It's it's the same name. 
Are those different languages or are those just different pronunciations? It's different pronunciations. Officially, my name Ilfiel is supposed to be in Abyssal, but Ilfiel is easier for people to say in Elvish and Common. So both are technically correct. Oh, I have that happen to me too, because sometimes people say, Wodsbear. And not Johannes or <laughs> Johans. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but I feel like people keep calling me Koza uh, for some reason, but it's Coda. That's... Yeah, it's because D's and Z's look alike. Do they? They do yes. in um, Draconic. See? In Draconic. And our friend, uh. Oh man, I'm pulling you aside. <laughs> What's Gravy Boat's code name? Um, um, code name. Um, 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 Gataro. Gataro, okay. And then that's why I was saying our friend Gataro, he. Oh man, what was I saying? The point is, at the end of the day, names sometimes are hard. <laughs> Yeah, no, especially when you have so many languages that you have to compensate for, like, the natural sounds of. It's it's actually, linguistics are really, really interesting, especially if you want to, like, look at how they, like, change naming conventions. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was, that was, I, I talked too much about that kind of stuff. Sorry, that was, that was on me. Um, So, I wonder if my friends are ready to go. I'm gonna, I, I feel kind of weird and awkward, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, we go. could go with you. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> of course! Where's the party? You don't want to be alone at a party. Well, thank you. Like I said, I I only really know like three or four people here. And one of them is my friend. The other is Lord Aethertwine. And then my friend who's waiting on my other friend is there. And then I have another friend, but he kind of disappeared as soon as we got here. So I don't know what he's doing or where he is. Well, well now you have well, two more. You have me, Koda, and your friend. What's... Woodsbury, bo bo uh, woods bo Woodsbear, Woodsbear, or Woodsberry. It depends on if you're speaking in Abyssal or Elven. So she's going to start like weaving her way through the party. So like, what do you two do for a living? <laughs> oh, oh man, Kosa is like <laughs> in the middle of like finishing his drink as that question's being answered to buy himself <laughs> time. Yeah, honestly, I. Don't know how I make money. Every now and again, it's because when you say for a living, you mean to make money, right? Because that's what people would ask at parties that I've been to in the past. And I'd always say, I'm, in, I'm just in school, but now I'm not in school anymore. And sometimes money just gets sent to me. Typ oh! Typical noble. <laughs> I, maybe I'm an influencer. <laughs> Hear that, influencers? Take KPR that. coming for you. Coming for you. Woods Bear is gonna out earn you. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I did that for a while before I got my full time position. Uh, Coda, what do you do? Um, I, um, a researcher. Oh, that's really oh. interesting. What's your field of study? Oh, um, fungus. Oh, that's really interesting. He's writing about mushrooms and fung funguses all over the world. He's pretty crazy good at it. And sometimes he makes sketches. And I swear, 
They look like the exact mushroom. Johannes. Like it's almost like it's real on the page. Johannes, Johannes, real quick over here. Yes. She thinks it's really interesting. Yes. But most people don't think it's interesting. Oh, do you think she's lying? Oh my gosh, what she what what if she's lying? Why would she lie to me? I don't know, but people told me that I need to be a different name than Johannes. So, so right now I'm lying about my name. It's hard to do, but I'm doing a good job. And I know Alita would be proud of me. Maybe she has is a, so pure. Maybe she has an Alita in her life who wants her to lie about being excited about mushrooms. Wait, wait, are you saying that she might be lying to us because she's on to us? Is she? Oh, I don't know. Let's find How out. How much champagne Come has Koza had? <laughs> Uh, you you you've uh, seen real quick cuts to just like you know those little like high tables that they have at parties that's just uh -huh. like covered with glasses. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, and, we're, and we're underneath it talking, and and because yeah. uh, his hand goes up and is looking for a full glass, and he keeps finding empty ones, and then he just puts them all back. I don't know, but let's find out. Here, come with me. Oh hey, are you on to us? Huh? What do you do for I... a living? Oh me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I'm a dragon priest. Oh my god, we know one of those. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah, we we do. Our our friend um Ali Al 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 that's um, probably it. Oh, well, it, it sounds like Alina's been in the, the priesthood for a while, so maybe this is, like, a good networking opportunity. Actually, you should meet my friends. They they actually are also dragon priests. Uh, Gaswin! 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 Hey, Gaswaz! Kill me with a spoon. Gaswin! Gizzles! Ga Get oh my god, Gizzles is such a good name for him! I thought so too. I thought about that one myself. That's such a good best friend name! <laughs> Gaswin! Are, are you all like approaching Gaswin or are you just yes. yelling this from the floor below? No, they're approaching oh. They're approaching him. Are you Gaswin? Huh? No, you're not. Are you Gaswin? <laughs> <laughs> Gaswin's like, what? 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 I've made two new friends. They apparently know a dragon priest I don't know. Cool, I guess. Hello. This is Woodsbear and this is Coda. Hi. This is Gaswin. He's one of my very, very best friends. Gaswin, Gaswin has a look like Ilfeel has just brought him a very unpleasant gift. Like <laughs> you have a you have a look about you right now. Like, like that like rictus the... grin of it's an avocado thing. You have a look about you right now, like the time that my cat brought my mom uh, half of a lizard, and then my pig came up and ate the rest. Uh, were it but half a lizard, how are the both of you? Oh my god, it's a great time. Look at how many people are here wearing masks. That's pretty cool. Uh, Gaswin is wearing a mask that is like a... It is... Oh god, I'm having trouble describing it. It's one of those like checkerboard patterns. Um yeah. but the checkerboard pattern where there's black occasionally lights with like sparks of blue electricity. Ooh. So it's like a Venetian mask, but like fancy. Yeah. And with all with a yeah, little bit of like uh, that electrical energy coursing through it. 
so he has an LED wow. Venetian mask. Hell yeah. All right. Your mask is so cool. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I modified it myself. What? That's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Coda, you might like Ga- you. You and Gaswin might have a lot to talk about because Gaswin is really, really smart, and it sounds like you are also very, very smart. And I don't understand a lot of the stuff that Gaswin says, so it might be useful for him to have somebody other than Emberlin that understands the things that he says. What was that name again? Oh, Emberlin. Yeah, she's one of my really, really good friends. Uh, she's also actually one of my best friends. Gaswin's the other one, um, but she's the one who's talking with Aether Twine right now. We're waiting on her. We're, we're not really supposed to be talking about that, Ilfiel. Oh, we're not. I thought, but that's the whole reason we came here was so that she could talk to Aether Twine about getting no, the that, thing. That 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 what we are the whole <laughs> that, the whole thing with us that. being here is fine. We're not supposed to be talking about why we're here or anything we might be after, or really, Mm. really anything like that, especially, especially to people we don't know. And I don't know either of you. My gosh, this we got so much in common. This is crazy. We're like the same person. Okay, so uh, she turns back to the two. So we're not here doing anything that is in any way like a secret thing. So don't think there's anything secrety happening. Uh, real quick. Because real quick. there's no secret. Real quick. Johannes, Johannes, over here. Over here. Oh, look, there's something over here. Johannes. Yeah. They're also here to get a thing. And, and I know. And we're here to it's get like a thing. It's like we're like the same. We're like the same people. You guys have so much have in so common. so much in common. <laughs> yeah, you maybe even, you maybe even, uh, we found the new best friend. Do, 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 do you think? I think so. I think that maybe she's even really interested actually in mushrooms. Unless we have so much in common. And she's been lying about other things too. Because she was told by her Alita who might be this Emberline. Em, 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 Emberline. Feels really similar mm-hmm. to a name I've heard before, right? But I, I can't put my mm. finger on it right now. Um, Like, are you thinking of... Um, here, give me one second to roll a dice. Oh, yeah. Are you thinking of the name of, like, whenever they uh, make a fire into, uh, like, fields that so that the horses can compete? And they're calling it ember lining the fields? Oh, I, you know, that works for me. I, 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 I kind of <laughs> just don't want to worry about it right now, honestly. Because yeah, this is kind fair. of exciting, don't you think? Yeah, let's go meet a new best friend. We've been away for too yeah, long. Yeah, let's go. Okay, you think I got it? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back. Hey, I didn't, I didn't say anything like wrong, right? Like I didn't, I didn't do any. Like I didn't, I didn't like foil the plan it's or anything. Probably right? fine. I just don't, just don't talk about any, just, just any other subject. Really, is great. Oh, good, they're back. Oh, hi! We're not doing secret stuff. Yeah, we're not doing oh, secret good. stuff either. We weren't either. Yeah. Wow, so much in common still. Oh God, <laughs> you, you, all three of you are so similar. Like you should, you should be hanging out together somewhere else. Oh, you really but think then so? We couldn't talk to you. Oh, that sure would be a shame. But you know, I, I gotta stay here and wait for our friend who's, you know talking 
What? Man, you got such a cool mask. Every second that one of the lights shoot across, it makes it feel like this whole party's started anew. Well, it's so cool that, that your group of friends are all such good friends. Just like my group Aww. of friends is all such good friends. That's wonderful. See, Gaswin is one of my very best friends, but he constantly says things like, I don't like you. We're not best friends. Get away from me. Your voice is really grating. But like, I know that that's just how he shows affection. Oh, man. Because I know this because he's super mean to Emberlyn and Emberlyn's super mean to him. But I know that they're like best friends. Do you think that, Gaswin, are you always on opposite day? <gasps> are you? What? You know, like, because sometimes calendars are different, and maybe there's a calendar where it's just opposite day every day. I, what, I, what? Like, when you wake up, have you, do you check your calendar and go, oh, it's opposite day today, time to be silly, <laughs> but in the opposite way. Gaswin's very silly. Oh. Uh, I do that on opposite day, but that only happens one year a day on my calendar. One year a day. <laughs> <laughs> Good voice. Oh, gosh. How I would love to keep talking about this, but um, isn't that over there? Uh, oh, my God. A member of the Blue Man group. <laughs> yeah, the the blue guys. Yeah, you should. Uh, you got to get that autograph. Well, you can. All right. Come on. Co uh, Coda. And also, new friend. We got to go and get this autograph. We might never see this person again. They're a performer. Gaswin, are you going to be okay by yourself? I don't want to let you be lonely. Oh, gosh. You know, I think I'll be just fine. You know, there's this guard posted just over the hallway. I could, I could strike up a conversation with him just any old time, you know? Whoa. But didn't you say that the people who work in the mansion are beneath you? Oh, yeah. I did say that. Uh... Man, but I know you don't mean like physically. What? It sounds like you're you're you definitely need to come with us. Hurry, I'm gonna grab your arm. Let's go, all of us together. Woohoo! A party, <laughs> best friends. <laughs> no, so wait, fun. is this Johannes grabbing Gaswin's arm? And yeah, let's go. All everybody, I've got everybody's arms. Let's go. Uh, all right. I will say that if he's grabbing everybody's arms, that he is also physically connected to Ilfiel, which means that if he's about to do some electricity nonsense, it will shock her. Uh, that, oh, no. Remember that part where we weren't oh, friends? How, we how were... could that happen? How awful that would be. Let's see here. <laughs> uh, I like that even the villains have a Johannes. Does a 17 hit Johannes? Ow. Um, I'm not wearing armor, so I think it does. Cool. Hitting them with the zippity zap. <laughs> so good. Zip zap is a rule. You sound like a sim that like has had the like tone bass tone tra tracked like all the way up. Mm -hmm. Can you please make it sound like you're trapped in a pool and somebody's taking away your ladder? <laughs> You're you're in a room of nothing but ovens, and you're you haven't slept for three days. Oh my! Somebody wow. once said that Simlish just sounds like Italian spoken with an American accent, and now I cannot unhear it. Well, now we know it's true because we just heard it. <laughs> uh. Johannes takes two points of electric damage mm -hmm. and uh, Gaswin is like, don't 
touch me. And I think because that- Johannes grabbed everybody else, you know, everybody takes like one. No, I, I don't yeah. know that it's like everybody else takes one. You know, when you have like a stick and you touch it to a uh, electric fence to be like, is that electric fence electrified? And it kind of tingles your arm a little bit. I think it's that. No, because I never lived on an ostrich farm. Well, now, you know, whose fault is that? You know, the movie Jurassic Park. <laughs> Ow! I have been zip zap zooed. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to need you all to go ahead and go literally, literally anywhere else. Like now would be great. Okay, we'll be back soon. Oh, don't, don't wow. rush. I am so awake right now. Uh, Yo- Johannes, I, um, I got bad vibes from him. Yeah, he didn't want to be yeah, here. I- oh, that's because he zapped you guys. Oh, well, no, he only zapped me. It, it kind of hit me, too. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. He does it to me all the time, so I just sort of assumed that everybody has kind of gotten a slight immunity to it. He hit me with straight lightning once. Whoa. He said that, that I was being, God, what, what, what was the phrase he used? Unforgivably irritating? Man, that doesn't sound like something a friend would do, but maybe it's because I don't have a lightning friend. I mean... My only lightning friend is Gaswin, so I just sort of assume that's how all lightning friends are. Mm. Last time I met a lightning friend, I think I bit his throat out. <laughs> I, huh? is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solonar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Well, there what it is. is. The oppos- hey. What is the opposite of inspiration? Desperation. Desposito. Like, like from a from a from a D and D perspective. It sounds like yeah. I think I think um I think he gets a level of exhaustion because we're exhausted from his jokes. Ooh, <laughs> saucy. I'll make it work. Yeah, the last thing that we need is an exhausted jazz tamarin. All right, he's just on his seventeenth cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm too old for this <laughs> job. Hands are shaking as he takes his notes. <laughs>